Well, my staff thinks I'm crazy that I would uh, encourage other fundraisers while we're doing our fundraiser, but that is the mission of JM and the AM, <laughs> not only to focus on our needs, but to focus on the needs of the community. And normally, under normal circumstances, Rabbi Meyerfeld would be to my left. He would be visiting here in the studios of the uh, Nahum Siegel Network. But as you know, folks, since – let me just check the calendar for a moment. I think it's May – is it May uh, March 12th? I think it's since March 12th I am the only human being who has been in this studio. Wow. I can't believe – what's today? May 20th. Wow, that's quite a while. Anyway, sorry, Meyerfeld is with us live via telephone. He directs – H New York. They have a fundraiser which has already begun. It's going to be uh, uh, important for everybody to donate on t- any time between now and tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time because uh, everything between now and tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time is doubled. And that means the work of H New York can, uh, can be accelerated if they achieve their goal through this fundraiser. Rabbi Moshe Mayerfeld, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Wow, Nachum, it's a pleasure to be here in this bright and early morning. Um, sorry that we're not next to each other. We're, we're near each other here in the Lower East Side, um, and I feel very close to you, even if not physically. Well, I appreciate that, and yeah, it is pretty strange that uh, we weren't able to do this in person, but we're making the best of it. Now, you've described to us, as we talk about the Lower East Side, and many people are familiar with the Lower Manhattan neighborhood on the east side of Manhattan, uh, you've told us that you, as a director of H New York, have an opportunity really to reach out and to cover, if you will, more than just this neighborhood. Remind our listeners how far the reach of H New York in your division, or your precinct, is. Thank you. So um, the truth of the matter is, before I talk about H, I actually just want to thank you and really say that we appreciate your help in this fundraiser, but also your ability to reach out to so many people during this time of isolation. Uh, you know, I, I've, firsthand, I can tell you so many people who really feel the community that you've created is something very special. A uh, special shout-out to my mom, who <laughs> probably thinks that you're her biggest fan. I'm sure a lot of people think that. But, uh, but really, you know, the, the, the community that you create is really something very special, and we appreciate it. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you. And for everybody that. in your network. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Now tell me about the geography of your, uh, of your uh, jurisdiction. So it's an amazing thing, because here in the Lower East Side and downtown Manhattan in general, there's a real rejuvenation between uh, between what was and yesteryear. Um, this used to be the hub of, of the Jewish world, um, and it's it's resurfacing. There are probably more young Jews here in downtown Manhattan uh, in a concentrated area uh, than almost anywhere in the world besides Israel. Um, certainly, in the demographics of the of the young professionals that we're working in, the 20s and the 30s, um, the downtown Manhattan, and specifically the Lower East Side, is is a real hub. For, for this for this community um, and and they're looking for for more you know they although they live here for for work and they're driven um, you know their Jewish connection of what was here uh, you know we've done some amazing tours and showing people the Lower East Side they don't even realize that the you know the, place, the apartments that they're living in are next to shuls and schools of yesteryear um, and they're finding that amazing connection between their current life um, and what was here. But there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of young Jews um, that are living right around this area in downtown Manhattan. But also we have the privilege of living, you know, right next to the Williamsburg Bridge and just over the bridge in Brooklyn. Again, there are, it's, it's, it's an amazingly buzzing place for young Jews to be living. Uh, and they come here for work. But once they're here, they're often looking for more. And that's where H really steps in. 
um, and is providing Shabbos programs and programs during the week and learning and opportunities of social connection for young Jews. Uh, and thank God, it's not just here in lower Manhattan, but really all over the city. And we're finding that when we're providing good programming, people are coming over, you know, they're jumping on the train, uh, and, uh, you know, they're flocking to our program. Now, now, so, now, Rabbi Mayerfeld, I've asked you this before, but I, I can't resist. I have to, <laughs> I have to ask you again. Uh, you've just described two, if not more, of the uh, most progressive, and I don't mean politically progressive or culturally progressive. I'm talking about economically uh, progressive areas, even with COVID. We're talking about people, and many of them young people, who are really doing very well and putting in their 20-hour days and really uh, you know, getting a lot for it. Let's put it that way. Um, why is it that people like that of Jewish faith, but really of a very limited Jewish tradition in their lives, why is it that they are searching and seeking when one would think from the outside that these guys and gals really have everything? That's a great question, Nahum, and I think that, um, that people feel, and people sense, uh, you know, and especially driven people, they're always looking for something that's going to give them uh, more meaning in their lives. And I think that's why, uh, you know, when you're talking about the people who are working crazy hours, um, in a way, it's not just that they're, you know, it used to be, I think, that there was a sense that uh, communities or, or programs like ours were for people who were, who were empty, who were missing. And I think that's shifted. You know, the, the, the days of the backpacker searching uh, for a little bit more of a Jewish connection, you know, those, that was true perhaps in the 70s and the 80s. I, I think we're seeing a shift. I think we're seeing specifically the opposite. I think people whose, whose lives are full realize that Judaism uh, and Jewish wisdom really has something to offer them, and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for something that is going to be able to create meaning in their lives. Um, and thank God when you offer it in a meaningful way, in a relevant way, uh, it's specifically something that they're looking to, to add to their arsenal, to be able to be driven, to be able to be focused, and to be able to challenge them in a meaningful way. And, and, and that's what our program does, and that's what our programming does. Are, 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 does. are you able to reach them now? Because uh, I, I would think that uh, in your line of work, Rabbi Mayerfeld, uh, the, the face-to-face encounter – uh, inviting people to an event, getting together, providing a real social atmosphere to them, uh, probably goes a lot further than the situation we're in right now. Can you still, in this Zoom time, uh, uh, provide programming and attract new people? Wow. So, um, look, the, the times have certainly changed, um, but our goal hasn't. Uh, and I think that we, we know for you know, so many years already uh, that the world is shifting into a computer Motor, you know, the generated world. Um, and, and people's connection is often, unfortunately and fortunately, more accessible on their phone, on their computer. Um, and even though, yes, you can't replace a Shabbos table uh, and you can't replace a face-to-face coffee and a discussion and meeting people one-on-one, but uh, the, the way that we're connecting with people today um, actually has shifted and really needed to shift before COVID, before the corona outbreak and before you know, the, the, the lockdown. We've begun to do things a little bit more creatively, allowing people to connect um, in ways that we haven't even thought of before. And thank God our shiurim, our Zoom conversations, our Zoom coffee chats, um, have really generated an enormous amount of interest. And our classes and our things that are provi- we're providing for people now, although it's, it's not face-to-face, um, has been enormous. We've had over 150,000 views on the shiurim and conversations that we've held online. 
150,000 views since Corona has started um, on H New York's programming that have been held online. Wow. And, and that's a reach that, although you know, it, it may not have the same level of impact, the numbers are enormous, and the reach is much greater. When I give a shear at night at 8 o'clock and it stays online and I go to sleep and I wake up in the morning and I see that, that all of a sudden there were 500 views while I was sleeping, you know, that, that's, that's a way to increase Torah content and meaning that is well beyond the ability that the face-to-face has. So, you know, we're reaching out to people on a, on a personal level. We've sent Shabbat packages, uh, you know, chicken and soup and, and wine and, and challah to students that have been here. We went through the 150 people that have been to our Shabbos table over the last few months, uh, and we sent each one of them a package, you know, for Shabbos. They can't be with us physically, but they should be with us and feel Shabbos a little bit, and they may not have it without that if we don't send it to them. Have a lot of, have a lot of the students that you've met over the last couple of years left the city during COVID? Uh, the reality, yeah, most people, if that's, that's part of the, the reality of people living here, is that this is not really their base. They're here for work and for focus, you know, during, and, and they can work from home. So it's, you know, rather than being in a small apartment with one bedroom or maybe, you know, with a roommate or something, uh, a lot of people have gone back home. Right. And I'll tell you an interesting thing. I was learning with somebody this week um, who is a regular at our Shabbos table and our programs, who went back to, to his family uh, in, in a different part of, 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 of America. Uh, and I was learning with him on Zoom, and his mom popped up onto the Zoom chat. Um, and she thanked us for hosting him and for having him and for connecting him um, to our programming. <laughs> she actually said that since he's been home, um, they, you know, talk about Beheshev Lev Avos Abonim. She said that they, that he's encouraged them to have a Friday night Shabbos meal, um, and that's something that they had not had before. And since he's been home from COVID, they now have Shabbos every single Friday night in their home uh, because of his connection to Asia in New York. And now that he's back at home, he's brought Shabbos to them uh, in their home there. Uh, I, I love stories like that. That's yeah. amazing. And uh, Shabbos is to them whatever it is to them, but it's Shabbos, and they recognize that uh, it's the greatest gift that God has ever given us. Sometimes we, as uh, observant Jews, uh, we get frustrated when, when people uh, observe Shabbos in their own way, so to speak. But there's such a positive to that, Rabbi Meyerfeld, as you just described, which is really amazing. Uh, everybody out there, um, from the moment Rabbi Meyerfeld uh, moved into this area, it was obvious from when I met him, when I introduced him to you over these airwaves, it was obvious that he and his family are doing a remarkable job um, with a clientele that has not been reached over the last few years until he and his family showed up. And that's one of the reasons during our fundraising time that we encourage you to support his fundraiser. Between now and uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow night, that's right now, until tomorrow night at 6 p.m., you have an opportunity to double everything you give. 36 is 72, uh, 100 is 200, etc., etc. And we'd love to uh, get them to their goal. They're already over 10% of their goal. They have a full day to go, uh, plus more. Uh, until Thursday, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So do your best to help Rabbi Mayerfeld and the Mayerfeld family continue their great work here at Aish New York. This is the website. Here it is. It's pretty easy, frankly. com slash donate. Aish, A-I-S-H, N-Y, dot com slash donate. Aish, N-Y, dot com slash donate. How's it looking, Rabbi Mayerfeld? Do you think we'll get to the goal tomorrow night? Well, we believe in partnership, and we believe in doing things together one step at a time, and that's what Sphera is about one day at a time. And when you talk about people's growth, you know, that you just mentioned, that everyone takes it in their own journey, that's, yep. 
that's the, the process that we're in. So please, God, one dollar at a time and one donation at a time, I believe that we, with Hashem's help, we will certainly get to our goal and be able to really make a change and really make an impact on so many lives together with your help. All right, hang in there, because when things get back to normal, you're really going to have to accelerate things. And, and... <laughs> we're looking forward to that. You mean you're looking forward to the times when there's 50 people at your Shabbos table again? I can't wait. Look, we've we've had a, we've Baruch Hashem, we've uh, interesting times. We've had a bar mitzvah here in the house during lockdown. Uh, we had Baruch Hashem, our first grandchild. <gasps> Mazel uh, Tov! Time. Wow. So, you know, no, normal is an interesting word, but we're certainly looking back to, forward to the lockdown being over. I think for people like yourself, one of the most unusual things, aside from every Friday, and I'm sure every Friday night, you and your family are going through withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. My, we, my kids make the same joke every Friday night as they set the table. Like, how many plates do we put on this week? You know, it's the same seven of us every single Shabbos. But, uh, we're, we're looking for it to being 70 and even more. It's funny because uh, I, I'm, I'm sure, obviously, that the kids always wonder what life would be like if, if you didn't have guests. <laughs> now they got a taste of it, and I'm, and I'm sure they want to go back to the old way, but at least they got to appreciate what it's like to just have the family alone. So. Yeah, it's been wonderful having some fa- extra family time, but yes, absolutely. Our family is, is Claudius, so we're looking for more. And as weird as uh, every Friday night is, I-, I can only imagine what Pesach was like for you, because yeah. I-, I would guess you were planning, you know, the, the Seder of all Seders. <laughs> I-, I opened a box that had a hundred Haggadahs in it. Oh my uh, gosh. I, you know, as we put, <laughs> I emptied the shelves for the Pesach stuff, and I, and I almost cried. I mean, I did, I did actually cry, because... You know, we, that's why we have these agadas, because we like to share Pesach with as many people as possible. And it was just not, unfortunately, available this year. But Emir Hashem, it will happen once again soon. Hey, you've heard my Vard, I hope, um, uh, which is a which is based on the calendar, which I'm obsessed with. As mo- pe- most people know, I'm always mentioning calendaric stuff on the year. Uh, this, year we had, uh, this year we had Pesach uh, leading into Shabbos. That was a three-day on to Next year we have Shabbos leading into Pesach. So Bezrat Hashem... Just like the calendar is completely the opposite next year, hopefully our situation with guests will be completely the opposite next year. We're looking forward to having a full table. I yeah, and knowing you, <laughs> knowing you will be overflowing, not just full. Uh, HNY.com. Let's uh, help Rabbi Mayerfeld and his family continue their amazing work. And he does commit that once this whole thing is over, they're going to step up their operation and really accelerate things. Uh, I'm putting him on the spot. HNY.com slash donate. HNY.com slash donate. Everything is doubled between now and tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern time. All right, Mayor Phil, best regards to everybody. Continue your amazing work on behalf of the Jewish people. You as well. Thank you very much, Nachum. Appreciate it, and best to everybody out there. Rabbi Moshe Mayerfeld, help him out, everybody. It's easy to help out. I know. I know it's tough these days in general. Believe you me, and if you and if you need the money for your family, we don't encourage you to give, but those who can give, if you give 10 bucks, you're really giving 20 to Rabbi Mayerfeld's cause, and that's a, a, a great uh, concept that every time you give, you're really giving double of what you're giving. So 100 bucks is 200, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're able to help, Toss in a few dollars, hny.com slash donate.